Hello, hello, we're back with another week of Things You Should Know. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how to be happily single over 30. Now, before I dive into the how-tos, I want to talk about what are the some common reasons of why most people are unhappy being single in the first place. And with this, I have researched through online, different articles, as well as talking to my friends, as well as digging into my personal experience of why I was so unhappy when I started being single too. And the very top three reasons that I have gathered that I also agree is so true are number one, the feeling of not meeting social expectations. So for example, not having a certain marital status by a certain age. Number two, fear of being alone. For example, feeling like because you're single, you're going to die alone and you don't know what to do. Like that feeling contributes to your unhappiness of being single. Number three, not feeling value or validated because you don't have a partner. Now, these three reasons are understandable. It's relatable. And it's definitely, I could tell you, something that I was struggling with a lot for a long time and it was causing me to be unhappy it's causing me to feel ashamed that I was single and once I was able to overcome these fears and common reasons that contributed to my unhappiness of being single I feel so empowered and great afterwards so I want to share with you what thought process that I went through to overcome these fears and common reasons to help you to also thrive and feel happy of being single and be able to embrace this time that you have. Now, first, I want to talk about social expectation. So not having a certain marital status by a certain age. Now, this is very real. We know that in our society, there are certain expectations that are being set, right, by society. So for example, once someone is born, they should go to school, get a good education, go to college, find a job that pays well, and then find someone, get married, and have kids. That has been a expectation of society for centuries, for decades, for many, many, many years. And the good news is I have seen in the last five years or decade that that expectation is slowly shifting to a good direction, I would say. For example, even the thought of what defines success, I think is starting to shift of like people used to think, okay, in order for you to be successful and make money, you have to have an education, you have to go to a good college and you have to have a good nine to five job. We could see that in the last five years or last decade, that is starting to shift. You see a lot of very successful people. And by the way, success could be defined in many different ways. I get it. It's not just one way or another. But I could tell you people could accomplish great things by doing things differently, right? So for example, you see that nowadays there's YouTubers, influencers that are doing what they're passionate about, what they love in their time, in their ways, and they are still able to sustain their lifestyle, their, you know, whatever that they need that they find to find success doesn't necessarily have to be money, but it's basically a way of achieving something that they want to get to. And you also is able to see that even in like some of the greatest, best tech companies, they don't need to emphasize on education as much as before, where in order for you to get into these high tech company, 
you need to go to a good school. Like that's no longer the case, and that's great. And we're slowly shifting towards something new, right? And this also applies to relationship. I also see that relationship in this generation and starting in the last five years is also starting to shift, where the way we meet people is different. The cadence, how we meet people. What happens? What are the expectations? Like all of that is starting to shift. However, all of that change is not changing quick enough. Where that societal expectation of how you need to be or where you need to be by which age is still there, unfortunately. So I can understand and relate on how that expectation impacts how we feel about ourselves based on our marital status. Now I understand that depending on the stage that you're in or the age group that you're in, you might feel very different about this social pressure as a whole. So, for example, if you are in your early twenties or even younger, you might or might not feel this pressure depending on the people around you, right? If you're surrounded by a lot of people that who are also single, your friends and what have you, you might not feel as pressure to be. In a relationship or be married, or maybe you do because you have certain religions and family expectation that also makes you feel pressure to do so. Now, thirty and over, I would say that is a very common age for people to starting to feel like this is the optimal age to start a family and be in a relationship. So when you're in that age group and you're not accomplishing that, sometimes it could almost feel like you failed in something, even in something that you never set yourself to to be able to accomplish in the first place. And with that, you need to really ask yourself first, distinguish if this idea of wanting to either be married or be in a relationship or not be single, like that, the feeling that you feel that you know makes you feel unhappy about being single. You need to be really candid and ask yourself, like, why are you feeling like that? Like, is it because you are not fitting in? You're not doing what the society expect you to do. Therefore, you feel out of place, so you feel pressure to be something that, regardless if you want it or not. Or is this something that you, you truly want it, even if no one in the world is doing it, that you still want it? That's like a, a very candid conversation that you need to ask yourself first and distinguish rather or not if you're feeling this due to social pressure or is it really truly is because this is something that you want to accomplish and you're not there yet. Now let's say once you have distinguished that, like you know what, this is probably a social pressure that I'm feeling. This is why I'm feeling the way I do because I feel like it's hard for me to relate to other people. Then you need to really start training your mind to be strong, to not let what other people think affect you. And I know this is something that is easier said than done, but I could tell you once you're able to really practice your mind to not let what other people think affect you, you're gonna improve and advance and level up in so many different ways in your life that you could even imagine, like beyond this relationship status thing. So one quote that I want to share with you because it's also the quote that I feel like has the biggest impact in my life to not let what other people think affect me is a quote from Steve Jobs. The and the quote go like this: "Our time is limited, so don't waste it living someone else's life. Don't be trapped by dogma, which is living with the result of other people's thinking." 
Don't let the noise of others' opinion drown out your own inner voice. And most importantly, have the courage to follow your heart and intuition. They somehow already know what you truly want to become. Everything else is secondary. This is one of my favorite, all-time favorite quote ever, and it's something that I do really, really push myself to live by every day. And I want to explain this quote a little bit more and how this really relates to having a strong mindset to not let what other people think affect you, because the truth is, number one, our time really is limited. Like life is short. And I know sometimes when we're in the moment of things, it feels like we're gonna live forever, but we're not. And we don't even know if we would really be able to grow old and live, live the way that we expect to live. Like you, you don't know if tomorrow is your last day. You just never know. So our time is one super limited, and two, the thing is when you care so much about what other people think of you, where then you start becoming someone that you're not, where you don't even want to be around. And you're living for some other people. You need to remember that at the end of the day, when these people are in their deathbed, they're not thinking about you. They're thinking about themselves and their lives. And when you are on your deathbed, you're also going to be thinking about your life. To live your life for other people's wishes, you are essentially wasting your own life. So don't waste it living someone else's life. And honestly. Deep down, I think for most of us, we do know what we truly want. You just have to dig deeper to really find like what is it that you care about and that you want. Because I could tell you, when I went through this process, I realized that marriage for me it wasn't something that I have always cared for. Like it was more of a thought that I thought it was just something that we all have to do, and therefore we just gotta do it. You know, like I think, I like the I think the thought of marriage is great if it's a good marriage, but I don't think it's like a requirement that in order for me to feel like I have accomplished something, I need to just check the box of get married and then just get a divorce later. It just doesn't make sense to me personally. So yeah, like ask yourself very candidly on on that. Like if you're feeling pressure or feeling unhappy of not. Hitting a certain marital status, like what is the reason? Is it really because you truly deeply want it? Even if in the entire world don't get married or have kids, you would still want that. I mean, like not by yourself, but you know what I mean.、Um, or is it really, you know, just something that you thought that's what we supposed to have and get? Therefore, I just want it, and I feel out of place to not have it. So ask yourself that question, and for example, and it's completely respectable, and complete, and it's completely understandable too. If your answer is that no, like you truly want to start a family, you want a family, you want kids, and the truth is, the good part is that we are also very advanced as a society with new technology and new method of having kids, right? There's egg freezing, there's donation of sperms. There's adoption. There's many options, right? If 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 at the end of the day, if that is what you care about most, is to be a mother, let's say, or be a dad, there are options where 
you can still make that happen. So ask yourself why that is, like why you're feeling the anxiety or the pressure to either be married or have kids and not be single. And really build your mind to be stronger, to not let other people's thinking affect you. Now second, what you need to know about fear of being alone is that being single doesn't mean you are alone. It doesn't. You'll be surprised to know that how many people in a relationship or marriage also feels alone. And I think this is the part that you need to also have a very candid conversation with yourself is are you afraid of being single because you just don't want to be alone? Like you don't want to feel lonely? Or are you looking for something more in a relationship, right? Because the, the, the truth is if all you want is to be in a relationship so you don't need to say you're single or be single, the, the truth is you probably can't just be in a relationship. Now, how happy you will be in that relationship, how good or bad this person is going to be to you and for you is a different question, right? So what I do also see is that there's a lot of people that are in relationships that they are not happy in, that they don't feel that they don't feel like their partner is really there for them, that they still feel lonely, but they choose to stay in those relationships because they also want to avoid being single. And you need to ask yourself, is that what you want? Like, is being a relationship for you just a way of you to fit in to the society rather than just being alone and using that time to do something else? So that's also something that you need to really think through that just because you're single doesn't mean you're alone. You can feel single and very fulfilled if you set your mind in a different way, if you set your mind to think differently. And another thing you need to think about is that just because you're single right now does not mean you're going to be single forever. One thing that you need to remember is that there's always going to be singles out there just like you that want companionship and want a relationship and want what perhaps you want and another thing with this whole society changing slowly is that there's this tender society that's going on right now which means that the way that people meet each other the way that they have a relationship sometimes is different than the past and one thing one of the biggest thing that I notice as a trend is that people doesn't try as hard as before that some people doesn't try as hard as before in their relationships. So because I think the fact that it's easier to meet people, you could literally be on your toilet and then get a date right then and there, right? And so I think sometimes because of how much easier it is to meet people, to get a date, to hook up, that it makes it where it's also easier for people to give up when something bad is happening or this difficult time. Whereas before, people will try harder to maintain these relationships to have it continue. So I think in those st- those instances also makes relationship differently. And I'm not saying this is a good thing because I personally actually think that it's not a good thing that people are giving up easier than before and I'm not saying that like if you're of course in a really really bad relationship such as physical abuse or if like really bad emotional abuse like there's no excuse for that and 
you know, that should just not happen, period. But I'm talking about like miscommunications, not telling each other how you feel and you want things to be, like trying to communicate, trying to improve things that could be improved and being patient with one another because there is no perfect relationship. There, I really don't believe there is like two people that they're just so perfect within every single way that there's no fight, no everything. Like that doesn't sound normal at all. So the idea what I'm trying to say is that because unfortunately there is that tender society where people do give up earlier this also means that there's gonna be more more people recycle back into the dating pool so this also means that okay you're single now someone else is going to be single later and they also will continue on in their life to want to have companionship and relationships. So what I'm trying to say is that just because you're single now really doesn't mean you're going to be single forever as long as you're open to meeting people and dating people and getting to know people as time goes on. And, and it's okay, I think it's completely fine to have relationships here and there throughout your life. I don't think it's that much different than someone that who have been married and divorced multiple times in their life. It's just one have signed a contract and one doesn't. And honestly, one is a lot more expensive than the other, right? So remember that just because you're single, it doesn't mean you are alone. And then lastly, it's how singleness make you feel not validated or value. I think that feeling is more dependent on someone else, right? Like making you feel validated and valued and loved and all of that feeling that usually what we think comes with the relationship but I think stuff like that you really have to start from within where you don't depend on other people to make you feel your worth make you feel validated or value it is important that you do believe in yourself and you need to know that you have a lot to offer and you need to believe that right? Like there's going to be things that you guarantee that you have that people will be lucky to have someone like you and have these traits. And at the same time, you need to also be very candid with yourself with, you know, past experience or whatnot. Like what are some of the things that you could improve to be a really good partner to someone in the future, right? So this is also a really good time for you to think through, like, what do you want in a relationship, in life? What do you have to offer other people and what do you want others to offer you? Take that time to think through that. And one of the last thing I would say is probably one of the most difficult ones, especially if you're unhappy because you're single and if you're, especially if you're more on the extroverted side, extroverted side of things, is being content with yourself. And that comes, I mean, like having time alone comes with being single. Like you will have more time alone and there's going to be activities that you want to do that you wish you have that special somebody to do it with, but you don't. And sometimes going to feel like it sucks. And sometimes you will feel like you wish you have that some per- somebody. And I mean, I felt that, you know, I have gone through times where I went to the movies by myself or ate at a restaurant by myself. And the beginning was very, very, very difficult. But you gotta, you know, thicken your skin and just do what you want to do and get it done and 
if you still enjoy those activities, keep doing it. You know, it's fine. Like, who cares if other people is judging you, especially if they don't know you. And even if they do, if you run into like someone from high school and they see you and you're eating alone, and let's say they are thinking whatever you think they're thinking of you, who cares? The point is they're not even in your life. You know, if the people that who care about you, that doesn't matter. Like they they're there, they love you, they support you. Who cares? Like people eat alone, people eat, people gotta eat. You know. <laughs> so, and for the people that who don't know you, they don't care, and they're judging you. Like good riddance, anyways, right? Like you don't need these people. So who cares what they think? Because what they think really don't matters. And honestly, for people that who don't care about you, usually you're only a second in their brain. If they're talking about you more than that, honestly. Like they need a life. Um. So, anyways, I digressed. Um. But do learn to be content. Uh. Be content with yourself. Learn how to spend time with yourself is really important. I know it's hard because I will tell you, like, it was hard for me for a long time too. But I converted that time to spend on things that I want to achieve. I want in life, and I think that's probably one of the biggest recommendation I have for you is converting your time into establishing and accomplishing things that you want in life. Figuring out like what what do you want ultimately, right? Like there's only so long that you could sit and feel bad for yourself or being single, and like I would say even the feeling of feeling bad for yourself that you're single, like. You need to question: Is that even like a legit thing to think to to feel? You know, and I'm not okay. Maybe it's like not not legit, but it's just there's only so long that you could feel that way and not waste time. There's gonna be there's gonna be a point where you need to you know either do something about it or you spend that time more wisely. So I highly encourage to spend that time more wisely. So I hope this talk helps. I know today's was a little bit all over the place, but I hope it makes sense and is still helpful. Thanks for listening. I will talk to you next week.